Welcome in to the Tighten Up Podcast on the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. I'm Jack Gentry alongside my partner, Austin Huff. You can find us both on Twitter. I'm at Jack A. Gentry. He is at Austin Huff. We are the Tighten Up Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Tighten Up Pod. Give us a follow on Instagram, at Tighten Up Podcast. And as always, we're under the A to Z Sports umbrella. So go make sure you're following A to Z Sports on every social media platform. This is sewed number 169. 100 and nice. The Bucks mom of sewed. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect for 169. I love that. Who sent that in? It's that, an absolute menace. That one comes via Goody at real <laughs> underscore Goody on Twitter, which the, you know sweet. That, yeah, Goody would send in something about Bucks mom. Um, well done. Well done, Goody, uh, which was a good reminder here off the top of the soda. If you haven't done so, go ahead and rate review this uh, podcast. Now, obviously, you probably realize, oh, we share a podcast feed with, uh, you know, all the other A to Z sports podcasts. Just go down when you leave us a rating and review, give us five stars. And then in the comments section, say, uh, 4.5 stars to those tighten up idiots, 0.5 stars to Buck. Just so you know, you know where the stars are being allotted to. It literally takes 15 seconds. So if you want to be a true tupper, like some of our truest tuppers out there, go and leave a review. Uh, we want to, we want to see it on there. Um, and then, uh, and yeah, make sure you know that most of the stars are going towards us and not to Buck. Jack, we have got a, uh, we've got a sewed for you this week. Okay. We are in the midst of the offseason and a very, very important free agent became available. You know, Amy Wells said these things go in waves. Free agency goes in waves and a big wave is starting to form. Do the Titans catch that wave and ride it all the way into the shoreline? Or do they miss it and have to wait for another, uh, hopefully, big wave uh, at some point? We will discuss it all and a ton more. Got some. Uh, uh, the Titans actually did make a signing, um, which we will get to. And uh, just plenty more. Look, I'm, I'm trying to put lipstick on a pig here. It's the damn offseason. But we're going to help you pass the time with some Titans talk and some Titans jokes. And who knows where else we go with it. But before we get to all of it. Let's first get a word from our friends at Relax the Back. The Relax the Back team sets out every day to help people in the Nashville area work better, live better, and feel better. If you're like me and you struggle with insomnia and posture issues, this is the place for you. They've got a variety of chairs that combat neck and back pain for those of us who are sitting up all day at work, maybe hunched over typing on our computer or writing, uh, just writing on your desk. They've got zero gravity recliners they've got massage chairs if you want to put it in your office or maybe your home it's an awesome way to relax and also help yourself improve your posture if you want to get better sleep at night then this is the place to go they've got technogel and tempurpedic pillows and mattresses the finest sleep technology in the game is at relaxtheback.com so go go check them out in person at 2020 Glen Echo Road in Nashville, Tennessee. It's in the Green Hills Regal Movie Theater Shopping Center. It's over there by Hillsboro High School. If you're unable to get there, check them out online. I already said it. Stores.relaxtheback.com slash Nashville and start feeling better today. When you go in, make sure to tell them that A to Z Sports sent you. And with all that said, let's talk Titan.
What is up, Flamettes? Welcome into the Tighten Up Podcast. Today is May 31st, 2023. Because it was such a glaring success in last week's sode, we decided to kick off this week's sode with our brand new segment. A segment that we aptly call Two-Tone Blue? Two-Tone you, Blue? Yeah, you kind of have to say it like that, too. Like, eh? I mean, like, eh? look, Maybe? Two-tone blue? I don't know. I don't know. Ask it. Uh, it is a segment that uh, where we take new free agents and we discuss whether or not they would fit and or how they would look as Tennessee Titans. And this week, we've got a big one. This is a big whale in the ocean. This is the, the Moby Dick of free agents, mainly because we need dicks. <laughs> What? Wait, hang on. We need, we need. You know what I mean? Like we need whales. We need, we need large. We're whale, we're whale watching. We That's need right. large whales is what we need. <laughs> uh, so when a Moby Dick becomes available, we're like, yeah, we need him. And Shiny new toys are always intriguing for Titans fans. It, it's it, it, when a guy becomes available. I, I think just the hope that he could possibly come over to Nashville is right. what keeps us Titans fans alive during the offseason. Even though it never happens, we always get the old, used, broken, bent, dented toys. But, I mean, maybe this guy falls in that category too. Look, Jack, I, if I say to you, Titans need one position heading into 2023, what, do you, what, what position are you saying? Wide receiver. Wide receiver, okay. Like, or, or Barely well, in front of kicker. Yeah, just barely, just barely, because kicker is important. We we cannot sleep on kicker as as we have in previous <laughs> seasons, and we we know how that worked out for us. Uh, but I like to refer to the wide receiver as the whale receiver, okay? Because this is it. We need a a couple of massive blue whales on this roster to even consider winning any games or even getting into the playoffs this year. And uh, but other than that, I think I look. All that my my personal feeling, and I'm a complete homer. They get a couple of uh, big wide receivers, and uh, I think I think they're right back in top on top uh, in contention for the AFC South title. So that is uh, again incredibly biased opinion on my part, but I do feel like they have shored up other positions that they need holes. And so now, when a Moby Dick by the name of DeAndre Hopkins mm. becomes available, you got to, in my opinion, jump all over it. I think you gotta you gotta go old man in the sea, go whale hunting, get that bring in that big boy, all right, and put him in two toned blue whale. If you get catch my scent. My oh, I do. D Hop, the you know, the international house of touchdown catches is finally available. I love so, it. I love it. You know, and he's got he's got the Vrabel ties from the Texans. They they worked together a little bit. I know that they had a good relationship, even though Vrabel was in charge of the defense and DeAndre Hopkins was busy carrying the offense. But look, it, it's a free agent, and uh, and I know that you know a lot of Titans fans say, oh, well, he's washed. You know, he doesn't have much left in the tank. He's on the wrong side of 30. He's he turns 31 literally next week on June 6th. But 
31 is a lot different than, you know, Andre uh, Andre Johnson at the age of like 52 or Adrian Peterson at the age of 48 and, you know, David Givens and who, who am I, who am I missing? Randy Moss mm-hmm. deep and, and dead in their careers. DeAndre Hopkins is not Car- Carl Pickens for the people that are uh, <laughs> my age. Yes, exactly. That's a, that, that's those Eric molds even. So, but DeAndre Hopkins isn't that old. I mean, 31 is, you know, he's still got a lot of a lot of gas in the tank. And when you just look at last season, I mean, sure, he was suspended, but I mean, the guy was doing steroids, so it's not like he was hurt. I'd rather you be suspended for doing steroids than, you know, be coming off an injury. He played in 9 games, caught 64 balls for 717 yards. That's 79.7 yards a game. And you know, these box score warriors are going to look at his numbers and say, Oh, well, 717 yards. I mean, you really want to, you know, dish out a lot of money for that type of production? Well, let's calculate it. 717 yards in nine games comes out to be 1,354 yards in a 17 game schedule. You know, the last time the Titans had a receiver. <laughs> don't, don't do this, Jack. Jack, re- don't do this. They recorded 1,354 yards in a season. Do you know no. the last time? Do you want to take no, a guess? I, I no, I no, I don't know, and I don't even want to guess because it's going going it's going to depress me. Well, it, it never happened. D Mace came the closest in <laughs> thirteen. He had thirteen oh three in the two thousand three season. I, and this is it, it, even in the franchise's history, there hasn't been a guy to hit that number since the sixties. I Jack, mean, it's been make, it's been that long. You make me so sad. I understand that. And even in nine games last year, 717 yards would have led the Titans receiving core. Robert Woods led the way 527 yards last season. And we're worried about DeAndre Hopkins being washed up at 31 mm-hmm. years old at, at a ripe 31 years old. I mean, I just, I, I think that if you really want to look at this team and, and you want to improve it and maybe like put it back in that conversation of a team that, you know, if they get hot at the right time, headed into the postseason, who knows what could happen? Yeah, got, in yeah. my opinion, they've got the best defense in the AFC South. They just you know, need to find pass catchers, and DeAndre Hopkins is out there and available. So go throw a bag at the guy. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those things that it's um, it's really, it's really funny because it feels like the more things change, the more they stay the same. Like the Titans, we've been in this situation before, right? Where you have an aging quote unquote receiver, a guy who's been around the block a few times and he becomes available. And we, as Titans fans are like, sign him, sign him. We want big free agent names on our roster. And then the Titans do. And the guy does nothing for the Titans. We've been here many times before we've been hurt. And you know what? I want to be hurt again. I'm ready for it. I want to I want to go down this route because and maybe maybe it's just because like I love pain, which is why I'm a Titans <laughs> fan in the first place, but also because I look at like the guys on the roster and I want Nissan Coliseum like pillar guys. And what I mean by that is I want guys whose faces you know are going to be hung on those banners on the side of Nissan Coliseum, okay? I want, 
you know, the, obviously we got a Derrick Henry. I'm uh, Kevin Byard. Uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill's probably thrown up there. Maybe a Jeffrey Simmons. Give me a DeAndre Hopkins because right away, before he even makes a catch in two tone blue, you know his face is going up on the side of Nissan Coliseum, and that's what I want. I just want even if he even if he rattles off 250 yards and a touchdown for the entire season. I'm still like, yeah, let's do it. You know why? One, because he's already better than every single guy on the in that room right now. And two, because he turns heads. And the Titans haven't turned heads in a long time. Even when they won the number one seed in the AFC a couple years ago, they didn't turn heads. All right? Nobody was talking about him. Nobody even cared about him. I want big name free agent guys because I just I I want people talking about the Titans and I want something to get me excited. I want to feel something again, you know, and maybe that's just I've been so hurt and down bad for so long. You know, I had to freaking watch Josh Dobbs quarterback my team last season. No offense to Josh Dobbs. He did as good as he could have. But all offense to the Tennessee Titans, okay? <laughs> because I and I'm just ready for something. And so if it means signing DeAndre Hopkins, which we'll get to here in a bit about as to if it can even happen. I just feel like, uh, well, yeah, I'm willing to go down that Randy Moss, Julio Jones route again, just because it's exciting. And immediately you have people in the NFL being like, Oh damn, DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry on an offense. Something to think about, you know, like well, maybe this Titans offense can produce something, whether they do power. or they don't. I just want that. I want that. It's it's star power, which is why, you know, people don't watch the Titans right now. They don't have a lot of star power. I mean, you have Derrick Henry, but he's a running back. Nobody wants to tune in to see, you know, 30 handoffs a game, even though it's awesome. And, you know, people could die when Derrick Henry gets the ball, you know, but <laughs> Kevin Byard on the back end of the defense, Jeffrey Simmons, you know, interior D lineman. It's not, you know, the Titans aren't sexy and haven't been sexy. They've got a lot of B minus B, B plus type of guys, but yeah. there is no A, A plus dudes. DeAndre Hopkins is an A plus dude. And, you know, if, if anybody should know the impact DeAndre Hopkins can have, it's the Titans. In in his in D Hop's career, he has 1,396 receiving yards and nine touchdowns against the Titans. That's the most of any team in the NFL. He averages 99.7 yards a game when he plays the Titans. I mean, that is production at a high, at an elite, at an all-pro level right there. Yeah, if, if anything, you're taking the ammo out of someone else's gun <laughs> just by signing them. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, if, as long as he's a Titan, you know he can't hurt the Titans. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it because he's a free agent now and he's not on the trading block anymore. I think I think for the Titans, the best chance to get D-Hop would have been through a trade because you had the Monty Austin Fort connection in Arizona. And, you know, D-Hop, he's going to want to play for a contender. Well, the Titans aren't exactly that at this moment in time. So you could have left him with no choice but to play for you by, you know, by trading a draft pick here, maybe a player it's hard. It, it, he's you. You have a lot more competition to land him. He's going to cost a little bit of money. Thankfully, you do have a little wiggle room with the salary cap, and it's going to go down after you know the player that they just signed today. Um, but you've got a lot of room next season. You have the fifth most salary cap space in twenty twenty four. Okay, there's there's a ton of room to bring him in, and that that number. Let me get it to you. 
fifth most space in 2024, almost $84 million to work with. So if you want to sign him this year, you can just backload his contract like they do with seemingly every player that they do sign. You know, up front, not a lot. You know, you've got a quarterback on a rookie deal waiting to take over for Tannehill next year, most likely, if all things go right. Um, That gives you, you know, space to bring in some talent around him, make that quarterback look a little better, give him more options, you know, make it comfortable for Levis. So I you know, I think it makes a lot of sense. I just think that because he's a free agent now, you're going to have to say, well, you know, you should come play for us, even though quarterback's not stable. There's no stability there. Ryan Tannehill probably in his last year with the team. Right. But you get, you get you, you know, you, you got to kind of, I don't know if Derrick Henry is really much of a selling point. Traylon Burks might be, but you know, I feel I feel like it's only Titans fans who know that Traylon Burks is capable of you know all pro caliber seasons. We got to start see, seeing that a little bit before he went down against the Eagles. But I don't know how do you sell the Titans to D Hop? Man, that is, and that right there is, I think, one of the biggest uphill battles of this happening. I think the yeah, figuring out the structure of signing him and how you're going to uh, afford it or at least make it work, I think is, is one thing you'd have to make, you'd have to give him a, yeah, I don't even want to begin to think about what they could potentially offer there, but yeah, but then it's, but then it's also just about selling them and saying, Hey, this situation that you're signing with is a better situation than Kansas city, Buffalo, Buffalo, Philadelphia, Detroit, really, literally. Like, I think it is better than Detroit, even though that uh, there's going to be a lot of people that disagree. I think that the Titans have a better situation than Detroit does. Do you? Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, defensively, the Lions just maybe, spent all but... of their money on defense. You know, like the Titans with this $84 million, they can bring in not only D hop, but another weapon in the offseason. I mean, unless you want to spin it on a tackle, you, you hope you found your answer with either Skaronsky or Dillard and right. NPF on the other side. But like the money that they have for next season is going to be invested in the offense. So, you just got to be like D Hop. You, you just got to wait a year. So here we are. We're like, look, we're better in Detroit. So we'll come in fourth as opposed to fifth place for in the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes. <laughs> yeah, still. I mean, Tennessee, it's a warm place to play. You're moving into a dome, D Hop. Only two stops he's made, dome teams. Well, you're moving Houston into a Arizona. dome. That's if DeAndre Hopkins. Like if they sign him for longer than, I, I mean I think at this well, age, gonna, I, I think you're, you're only going to sign offer. him two years tops. No, 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 no. If you if you sign D Hop, you got to give him like a. It's not a rental situation for the Titans at least. I mean he might look for that, but I, I think you I think you give him you know four or five years. Let him let him play till he's thirty five or thirty six. Because what's the point of signing him for two years? I don't think you can compete for a Super Bowl in two years. Well, you also don't want to be in the situation that they've been in with. Derrick Henry and now uh, Ryan Tannehill, which uh, again, I don't think they're in this situation with Derrick Henry, but uh, where, you know, you've got an aging player and he's still on the books for him. Like you don't want that in age 34, age 35, DeAndre Hopkins when, and you're still in the book for him for like, you know, 11 mil a year or something like that. Like you don't want that. And so you also have to like be cognizant of that. And again, that's again, I don't think that's something that I don't think the Titans want, and I don't think DeAndre Hopkins would want um, when it comes down to it. So I don't know. I just feel like there's there's so much 
at 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 play. I'm not getting my hopes up. I look, would I love DeAndre Hopkins? Yes. Yes. Ten times over, yes. But do I think it's going to happen? No. No, I don't. Well, I just I mean, it's, there's it's too much going not. against the Titans in this whole situation. It's probably not, but you know, there there are reasons for the Titans to pursue this, which is why we're talking about it. If the Titans, you know, weren't even in the realm of talking about this, then I don't know that we would be having this discussion. I mean, I you know, the two-tone blue segment's fun, but like let's be realistic with some of these guys. I think DeAndre Hopkins, there's wish wishful thinking at least there. From this fan base and, and from me, I'll speak for myself. Oh, yeah, I would I'm love hopeful. for this to happen. I'm hopeful, but I'm not holding my breath. Otherwise, no, it wouldn't crush me if he went anywhere else because he's be, probably going somewhere else. He's probably going somewhere else. That's usually how these things happen. I mean, think about it. When we, when the Titans signed to Julio Jones, you remember how like shocking that was? Like, what? The Titans got a, a top of the line free agent wide receiver what world are we living in? Like, it was so shocking because we've been left, uh, you know, always been the bridesmaid, never the bride so many times in the past. So I look, I, and again, I just want it to happen Whether even if he comes for a year and does absolutely nothing. I, I, I want but it. Nothing, to nothing still leads the Titans in receiving yards. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Mike Vrabel has more career touchdown catches than anyone on the Titans roster right now. So it, it it's a bad, it's a bad state of the, the Tennessee Titans offensive line. It's like, it's like if you, the Titans are, are taking the bus to work every day and someone offers you a 1995 Honda Accord. Like, yeah, you're going to take it. Not saying that mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins is a oh. 95 Honda Accord, but you like you catch my drift. Like anything is better than better. what you've got right now. Yeah. So, yeah, but, you know, th- another side of this is the domino effect. Just by getting D-Hop in the building, you know how much more appealing the Titans become to other free agents? Yeah, no, and that's and that's the thing too. It's like, you know, free agents get free agents and and just the domino effect of even if he gets no other free agents even if it doesn't become like tennessee doesn't become this like sexy place to play how much he just helps the people within your building that are already there think about uh deandre hopkins in a wide receiver room with your extremely young wide receiver room Traylon burks and kyle phillips the amount of things that he can teach even without i don't even know how what like his leadership style is or if he's like a, one of those vocal leaders, because we know Julio Jones surely was not. But just by watching him, just by watching DeAndre Hopkins work and seeing what he can do, those guys will learn from that. Because you know the Traylon Burks, the the Nick Westbrook-Akines, like those kind of guys are like looking to learn from the best. And DeAndre Hopkins is one of the sport's best. And if you can get him in your building, that has the trickle-down effect to the other guys in that room, not saying he makes them instantly better, but it, it does help. So again, here I am. I'm just talking, I'm talking well, ab- about well, DeAndre Hopkins as if he's coming to the Titans. And I'm like, uh, it's not going to happen. And I'm, I'm going to make it worse by asking you a hypothetical question. Let's say uh, the Titans do land D hot. Yeah. In your eyes, how far could they go? If everyone stays healthy, which is a big if. All right, am, am I am I am I still wearing my two tone blue uh, goggles right now? Or yeah, you can keep I... them on, or you could take them off. Just in, in what does your gut tell you? How how I good mean, is this Titans team with D? If I've got my two tone g- blue goggles on, I'm thinking, look, Ryan Tannehill gets hot. 
You know, Derrick Henry puts together a season. Offensive line got better. Offensive line gets better. I'm thinking Super Bowl. Uh, I think <laughs> I think they can hoist the Lombardi. But if I'm taking those two tone blue goggles off, I mean, I, I I do. I legitimately. This is crazy. And and stay guys stay healthy. Traylon Burks and Kyle Phillips stay healthy. Two guys that failed to do so last year. If they can stay healthy. And you got Deion and Jerry Hopkins. You got Derrick Henry. Stays healthy. Ryan Tannehill stays healthy. I think you become an AFC South contender yet again. Right now, I don't think they are. The favorite? Ooh, Would you call I, no, the no, favorite? no, no. I, no, I don't no? think they become the favorite in the eyes of the media. In my well, yeah, eyes. They're never the favorite in the eyes of the media. It, right. In my eyes, I'm confident in them. But yeah, no. In the eyes of the media, you have to beat the Jaguars, which everyone is high on the Jaguars because they have the sexier quarterback. Uh, and I mean that not in the looks department because is honestly he's got a long face. It's he's got a horse face if we're being honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Daniels a, a million times, and we can do this on a later episode. But Ryan Daniel way sexier than Trevor Lawrence, right? Well, I think we can all agree on that. Whether no matter how you feel about him, if you want to push him in front of a bus like Jack does, I'll be right back. I just heard something. Sorry. Okay. I don't know what's happening here. All right, I'll keep the I'm look, I'm going to keep the podcast going just in case. You know, this this could be good content. So, in the middle of my rant about how sexy Ryan Tannehill is, Jack paused and he held up a finger and he said, "I think I just heard something. I'll be right back." And I thought I froze for a minute, which would have sucked cuz we all know my internet connection is about as stable as freaking Jadavian clowny in two-tone blue. So uh, but but he just got up and left. Now it it is a little awkward the timing of Jack doing this because I'll be honest, it's never good when you're talking about the sexiness of your team's quarterback and your co-host just puts up a finger and says, Hang on, I'll be right back and gets up and leaves. I don't look. I don't know if he went to the bathroom or oh what. Oh my gosh! I was uh, did you hear a phone ring or was that in your house? Was that in mine? No, my there was not a phone ringing on my side, Jack. Okay, it was definitely the Jack, guy upstairs. I've got paper thin walls here, Jack. I'm gonna be honest. I kept the podcast going while you were gone. I could tell. Yeah. I'm glad you did. And um, I look. Me and the Tuppers have something to talk to you about. Okay, so why don't you why don't you have a seat right there at the counter, and. Uh, According to our records, you got up and left mysteriously right as I was talking about the sexiness of the Titans quarterbacks. <laughs> I returned quickly, though. Where did you I go? I didn't have enough did you, time to do anything. Did you go to the bathroom? Where like, where did you? Where in the house did you go to just now? Well, I mean, I, I heard like a ringtone, and then I went to check around. This happened on the draft show, by the way, if any of you listeners remember. I, I have paper-thin walls at this apartment complex that i live in and i the guy had his ringtone on i don't know where he is he could be in this house he could be in another house but somebody's ringtone went off and i had to go check just awfully suspicious in the sode where i talk about the titans needing more dicks and ryan Tannehill um being sexy you had to get up in the middle of it uh to <laughs> tend to some business i don't know what that was but uh maybe that was a sign to move on from the sexiness talk 
but, 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 but can I get some confirmation on that? Like we all agree where, even if you want to push Ryan Tannehill in front of a bus, or if he, uh, you know, if you're still pissed about him throwing three interceptions in a game against the Bengals, you, we all agree. He's still sexier. Like he's probably the sexiest quarterback in the AFC South. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, Case Keenum gives him a run for his money and CJ Stroud. Case Keenum. Yeah. I mean, CJ Stroud. Who else See, is up I, there with the I, I think Tannehill's I think Tannehill's better looking dude. Minshew. Minshew's kind of got some weird. He's got a weird Minshew's got a like, weird vibe to him. He's like you're almost like attracted more to his aura than you are his look. He'd be like on like a yeah, the or yeah, okay. He'd be on like a Harley Davidson like calendar. Right. You yeah, know, you'd you'd almost the, be like, like one of the summer months. Right. You're attracted to Gardner Minshew and his like personality and his sense of humor more than you are his vibe like or i mean more than you are his looks yeah but Tannehill's not exactly a showstopper himself you know but think i mean so? you don't have I, th- I think he's a good looking dude he's always yeah. like fit and he, i mean he's not he's not ugly he, he's not no. like trevor lawrence ugly right trevor but... lawrence is <laughs> like if trevor lawrence's face was just smushed down a little bit i think he'd be a very attractive dude but is is he looks like the that uh one actress who played ladybird just with a l- elongated face, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I hate that because I did see Lady Bird and I don't remember anything that happened in it. I don't either. This is, this is what happens when I watch movies. No, it's Academy Award nominee. I don't remember a damn thing. I, I like to watch at least one of them every every time every year. But speak <laughs> at least one. That's good. That's good. At least you know, for, that's better than zero. That's better than your previous high of zero. The, uh, the one thing I'll say, speaking of movies. <laughs> Going back to the DeAndre Hopkins thing, I would love for the Titans to sign him just to get him on the roster because speaking of movies, when it comes to selling a movie, it's always the 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 um the cast that drives the selling point for a movie, right? You know, like if you see a movie, if you see Dumb and Dumber, you got Jeff, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, that's a I mean that's a great pill for a a a cast of a movie. Two leads, two really good actors as leads, and two very comedic actors as leads. It's great. But then you see a movie like Dumb and Dumber Er, which is the mm. same movie, <laughs> and your two lead characters are Eric Christian Olsen and Derek Richardson. You're like, I'm gonna pass. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I don't really care for that. Right now, the Titans have Derek Richardson and Eric Christian Olsen. In fact, those guys might be in the Titans wide receiver. Room. I was about to say they sound like dudes that were undrafted free agents. Like we should whenever we start listing off the wide receivers on the Titans, we should just throw in Derek Richardson's name. Because I don't think anyone will even bat an eye at that fact. Like literally, other than Eugene Levy, no one in Dumb and Dumber is Dumb and Dumber-er is famous. And Eugene Levy is the freaking Derrick Henry of that bunch. <laughs> so all, <laughs> all I'm saying is I don't care what, like even if you even if you do cast DeAndre Hopkins and the movie sucks, the script sucks, Tim Kelly puts together a terrible screenplay. I mean, first of all, they had that last year. But second of all, like I'm okay with that because at least you're selling tickets. At least you're getting people excited for the movie. 
And I'd much rather it be excited than a dud than going into it being like, this is going to be a dud than going and watching dumb and dumber -er and realizing, yeah, I was right. It was a dud. Um, cause I want to, I just want to feel something. That's all. Yeah. And that's the risk you take by watching any sequel. You know, will it ruin the original? Right. Right. And in most cases, the answer is yes. And for this, I feel like, I don't know. I, this isn't, I mean, would this be a sequel? Or would this just be starting? I feel like we're just starting over from scratch with with this season. I'm hoping so, at least. Um, yeah, but DeAndre Hopkins kind of gives the you know you know the allure of you know that one elite receiver, that top ten, top fifteen guy that the Titans had not so long ago. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. Got like like blind resume, very similar squads, right? Because you've you've essentially kept your core on defense you know, mixed and matched some guys in the secondary. And I mean, it's, it's, it's similar. It's not the exact same, but it's similar. You could make an expendables movie based off of the free agents. The Titans have signed at wide receiver. Sadly, you're right. (laughs) It's so sad. Um, Hey, Titans did sign someone. Peter Skoronsky signed. Hey, give it up for our number 11 uh, draft pick. How about that? Come on down, Mr. Skoronsky. Come on down, Skoronsky. You're here, dude. Hey, hey, it's both a gift and a curse, man. You got paid, but also you're stuck with us now, dude, through uh, good and bad. He'll be wearing number 77 next year, which we'll... We haven't talked about that. Yeah. How do we feel about Skoronsky in the sevens? You know what? I I I appreciate Taylor Lewan for all that he did for the Titans as he was here and was here during a very pivotal time, a very um transitional time uh for the Tennessee Titans. Obviously his first year that they were what three and thirteen. And then he kind of was there for the entire build around. And he really was. You could call him the cornerstone of that rebuild. But I'm also like the last few years with him missing so many games, yeah, I, I think I just be, I became detached a little bit. So I, he doesn't carry the same weight in my mind. And this isn't fair to him, but um, I don't know. I'm just not as attached to him. So if, if someone else is rocking 77, I'm fine with it. I don't think, I don't think other than him being like the highest paid offensive lineman in NFL history at the time when he signed, I, I don't see it. Yeah. I've got a couple thoughts. You know, I, okay. I, I think that there's a lot of Titans fans that never really fully came around to Lawan. You know, it was, it was the penalties early in his career. The suspension kind of hurt his reputation with the fans in a pivotal season. I know that they recovered from it, but I just feel like there were a lot of Titans fans and maybe I, maybe I fall into this category that were never fully bought in on Lawan because of stuff that happened I guess you could say on the field as well with the penalty issues and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. I, I he was never fully like the likability factor. I don't, and he's not going to believe this because you know him and Will Compton think that they're you know the greatest things to ever happen in Nashville. But I don't know. I, I never really fully bought in on him. My other thought is that you can't t- retire seventy seven. He didn't do enough. I don't think just the, I, the injuries derailed his career. Right. If if they won like a Super Bowl or something in his time, then That's yeah. The, Yes, but, but yeah, you're right. Uh, other think, than the 2,000-yard rushing season, which I think in and of itself is is historical, obviously. Like, that's something that should be honored. 
I, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The longevity wasn't there like a Bruce Matthews. True. And I, I don't think that offensive linemen and especially that group get enough credit for incredible seasons like Derrick Henry had when yeah. he went for 2K. I would agree with that. My other thought is the Cowboys, they let the their best receiver wear 88. No matter what team, who it is, who wore it before them, the Cowboys wide receiver one's rocking 88. Okay? And maybe that's what Lawan's trying to start. Titans best offensive lineman, Titans left tackle, whatever, wherever Skronsky slides in. I think that a lot of people are already predicting that he's the best offensive lineman on this squad. Maybe Lawan, whether he planned it or not, is starting some sort of tradition here where the Titans' most important offensive lineman or, you know, a Pro Bowl-type guy rocks the sevens. And I think that would be a cool tradition to start. Oh, uh, yeah. I Now, that I could get behind of, like, yeah, like passing down the sevens to someone else. Problem is, though, is what happens when another offensive lineman becomes the best offensive lineman on the team, <laughs> you know, and Skaronsky's still on the team. Well, you know, you like can't, you, you, maybe you don't use it every season. Maybe that's something that Amy Adams or Vrabel or Carthon or whoever decides, like, okay, like, just because we lost our 77 last year doesn't mean we need to find an immediate replacement. We got to yeah. wait for a guy that we know is capable of leading this offensive line. You know, you it don't would, just hand it to, I don't know who would be a good example over, you know, some of the sadder years, but like Chance Warmack, just because you draft him first geez. round doesn't mean you hand him the sevens. You know, he's got to yeah. earn, you got to earn the sevens. That was, that was during some dark days for the Tennessee Titans when they were literally spending their first round draft pick on a fat chance. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was bleak. It was very, very bleak. That is, that is I, strong. <laughs> it was stronger than chance was. That's for sure. The, I, I feel like the Titans. Um, yeah. I, I would love it. Like if they did like the old, like college football thing, remember when, uh, it was like Denard Robinson wore 95 or something, um, I, which that I guess that's not the example that I was looking for. Like we're like, you know, like college football team will like pass around a number like to A&M a with certain, 12s. Yeah, a certain guy with a different like will wear that number each week. The NFL would never allow that, but that would be kind of cool. If like maybe even just year to year, the Titans are like, hey, this year our number 77 is going to, you know, so and so. But yeah, I, that's what that's what Ole Miss does with the Chucky Mullins. You know, yeah. 39. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Exactly. The NFL would never allow that because there's like rules about like what numbers like you have to wear and and things like that. But it would be cool if like the best offensive lineman every year, like that was like an award you got through camp. Yeah. And then you no, get rewarded with that. I like but, that. Yeah. I do too. I mean, I just don't think I don't think they're legally allowed to. I don't know. Someone who knows numbers. Well, you can change numbers. You can change numbers after the season. You can't do it week by week, but it'd have to be a season by season thing, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, don't you have to like file for like approval through the league to do that? I think, I mean, the NFL is the king of red tape, so I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Um, speaking of real quick, uh, while we're on the top subject, can we talk about, uh, um, um, the, the Tennessee Titans new, uh, linebacker, and I know I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this name. So please forgive me, but from the San Francisco 49ers, uh, Aziz. Al. Al. And, and, and Shair. 
Shair, yes. Aziz Al Shair. That was that was embarrassing. But okay, look, me... we got to get it down before the regular season. Aziz, this our off season too, guys. Okay, we're getting our OTAs in here. Aziz Al Shair. Perfect. Nailed it. Okay. Aziz Al Shair. I absolutely hate his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with it? He's got one of those uh Clyde Edwards Alaire helmets, the uh where it looks like a NASCAR helmet with a face mask. I know what you're I, talking about. I hate those helmets without the top bar where it just like it just goes helmet straight into visor into face mask. It it is it bothers me so much. It I and I don't know what it is. And I will say this: those old like revolution helmets that used to like come down around like your cheekbone, mm-hmm. those helmets used to bother me. And I they still do kind of bother me. I, you don't see them in the game anymore, but I'm I'm I cannot wait until these helmets are phased out. And I'm hoping all football helmets don't go to that. But I just had to get that off my chest. We need to just put the leather caps back on. Because that way you can't lead with your head. If you lead with your head, you might die. And that's the thing, too. We're making these helmets almost too safe, and then we're getting mad at guys for leading with their helmet. People are feeling too comfortable. Right. Like, yeah, you're right. That's a great point, Jack. Go back to the leather helmets, and let's let's make these guys body tackle again. Yeah, let's make football safe again by eliminating helmets. Why? Why are people listening to us? <laughs> and it I mean makes that sense in, if you I, don't think about it. I mean that in both the NFL and just people listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just you know, look, we're just solving solving the world's issues one issue at a time. Um, the other thing I was going to say, uh, so Skaronsky. Oh, so the only other free agent left, or excuse me, the draft pick left to be signed. Yeah, when did you know it? Will Levis got to earn it, earned not given. I don't know. I don't know. Look, I don't think that's how it goes either. Um, you're um, you're going to be given a contract if you're Will yeah. Levis. Yeah, Will Levis, dude, you're a second round draft pick, dude, not a first round pick. What are you holding out for? Okay, mm-hmm. what are you holding out for? I actually don't think he's holding out. I think he's attended every single voluntary. <laughs> okay, all right, that's fair. That's he's fair. Playing, maybe he's playing hardball. Yeah, why aren't, why aren't you signing on the dotted line there, Will? It's second round, but, you know, pretty early second round. Yeah, and the Dolphins forfeited their pick. Still second round. Still second round, dude. Yeah, no fifth-year option there. Yeah. Hey, Will, why don't you go ahead and just sign, dude? Everyone else is doing it, all right? It's what the, it's what the cool kids are doing. <laughs> so go ahead and sign. The um, uh, Oh, and did you see last week's two-tone blue subject? Brandon McManus. Yeah, we like lost. Bef- like literally uh, the Wednesday afternoon news dump was Brandon McManus signing with the Jaguars. We got no legs on that segment in last you know, week's sode. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to start keeping track of our two-tone blues. See how many we can hit. What's our hit rate here? Okay, oh, right now we're starting for off 0 for 1. Yeah. yeah, and I'm hoping DeAndre Hopkins doesn't follow suit. I'm hoping we can maybe even it up, but I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. How the, long can the, we go until we get one right? I mean, oh, it could man. be years. It could be. It could be a long time because we do it for literally everyone, <laughs> yeah. whether it makes sense or not. <laughs> it'll be like, it'll be like Patrick Mahomes gets cut. And we're like, two thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, the Jaguars, the, uh, but do you saw the Jaguars? They cut ties with their kicker to sign Brandon McManus. Yeah. They traded Riley Patterson. Oh, wait, they traded Riley Patterson. I thought they, I thought they cut Riley Patterson. Well, the, they had announced that they were going to cut Riley Patterson, but they had until 4 PM Eastern time to do so. Uh, And in that time period, the Lions said, hey, conditional seventh, want a conditional seventh? Damn. And the Jags were like, yes, please. Damn. See, I was going to say, I was going to, I was going to hit with a two-tone blue right there. Uh, Oh, there will be, there, there will be plenty more kickers to come down the line for us. Will there though? Because like, we've said that, you know, like, I feel like we've felt that way before. (laughs) And then there we are like signing freaking we're calling up steven goskowski just because he lives in the area yeah, yeah we're like hey aldo greco you you busy right now are you make the drive up from auburn alabama the titans yeah. are not paying for your flight in you've got to be around <laughs> look the titans don't have time to pay for your flight in all right they need a kicker and they need him yesterday so get your ass to st thomas sports park 10 Music Circle Road East or whatever the heck their address is. And you get to camp and start kicking some balls. All right. Start whacking at balls in the in the words of Amy Wells. The and then um before I, I've got one other actually I've got two other things I want to get to, but before we get to those, let's get a word from our friends at Bet MGM. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code A to Z Sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Jack, you know, here we did. We just spent the whole first part of the podcast talking to DeAndre Hopkins. And I will say this. As we, you were just giving that bet MGM live rate, oh, some breaking news me. came across the, the wire. DeAndre Hopkins is a Tennessee Titan. No. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. God, I no. hate you, dude. Sorry. He's a Buffalo Bill. Oh, my God. Is he really? No, I'm joking again. Oh, God, I can't stand you. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins is no longer a Cardinal. Okay, I thought we had that down. <laughs> I thought we did too, but according to Field Yates, DeAndre Hopkins' release from the Cardinals has now officially been processed by the league. He is eligible to sign with a new team immediately. And in case Field Yates doesn't know, didn't, uh, uh, in case... Field Yates assumed that we don't know what words mean, so he included a alarm clock emoji at the end of his tweet. So that, makes, that that lets me know that it's important. That yeah, the clock is ticking according to Field Yates, and he is possible to go anywhere. Ooh, the Steelers are another team that I feel like could low key land. No, Hopkins. that's a gross place to be right now. If you're a no, I'm just saying. I mean, like uh, the other wide receivers at, in Pittsburgh. I'm just saying it's very possible. Deontay Johnson, 
Pickens, Fryermuth at tight end. I mean, they've kind of got a good little. I mean, they've they, got decent enough weapons to make something happen. Steelers low key, know. you know. Look, all it took was one year missing the playoffs or or not going five hundred or better for them to like get their ish together, and they're like, "Look, we're not messing around." Yeah, Claypool is definitely the poor man's D hop, and he's in Chicago now. So right. who knows? Look, who knows? I wouldn't want to. I would not want to play in Pittsburgh Ooh. with Pickett. I, he hasn't shown me enough. DeAndre Hopkins to Chicago. People are asking. They've got the money. Look, all I'm saying is, yeah, they do have the money. They have, they have enough money to where it's like, I look. You guys want to throw me a couple of bucks? I'll come play for you. <laughs> yeah, they've got they've got enough money to sign all of the top free agents still available <laughs> in like the same swoop. Titans are going to be there in a year or two, hopefully. Hopefully, eighty four mil sounds nice next season. And you taking big care, of big Jeff. You know, Traylon Burks on the rookie deal. Derrick Henry, you probably, you know, you I look. I want to bring. I want to bring Derrick. I don't even know what Derrick Henry's going to do this year. I still want to bring him back for at least one more year. But... I agree. I I just can't handle the, the thought of seeing him anywhere else. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the uh oh uh this is kind of not Titans related, but it is kind of big news related, especially in the AFC. Have you been following this like Jimmy G saga? Where yeah. He... So he might not play. He Las keeps Vegas. failing. Yeah, I guess I, I guess he's like failing physicals or something. And um, the Raiders have the ability to decline his deal um, if he's physically unable to play, which would then, I guess, turn him over to be a free agent. And you know who is currently buying a minority stake in the Las Vegas Raiders? Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Um, I believe this is his full name, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of names. Double well, it's middle way names. Too many names. I mean, also, it's. I wonder it's how many a... people listening have double middle names. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. It's too complicated. Too many names. It's it's it, it's it's such a white person, like a rich white person name. You know, you're like that's too. You know, try less. Try mm-hmm. less. Uh, but if he if he does if that if Jimmy Garoppolo is not with the Raiders next season, they're looking for a quarterback. Possibility of Tom Brady being a minority owner slash player for the team, you know he still has that itch to play. If the Raiders are anything like the Titans are with kickers. I mean, you just call the guy that's that's closest to the stadium. And if Brady's got a place in Vegas, I think he fits the bill. What I think is going to happen is that Mr. Caleb Williams from USC is going to be the Las Vegas Raider. You th- what you think they're going to like? They're going to tank for him. I think it's going to be a good old fashioned tank off. All between I'm saying the Arizona is, Cardinals and the Las Vegas Raiders. Can Josh McDaniels afford that? I, it depends. I, I, you'd probably have to have an understanding going into the season. I mean, with Jimmy Garoppolo kind of bowing out at this point, where do you go? Do you bring in Carson Wentz? I I mean, you can go Carson Wentz. I think Teddy Bridgewater is still available. I thought Bridgewater might have signed somewhere. I could or be Or did wrong. he sign? He might have actually signed with the... Uh... Teddy... I just Googled... Bridgewater and it brought me to some company called Bridgewater. I don't care about that company. I, no, uh, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater no, is a free agent. You're right. 
Yeah, free agent. So Teddy Bridgewater. Mm, I mean, Cam Newton. Ah, uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton in uh, in Oakland. I mean, I keep saying Oakland in freaking Vegas. Bridgewater and Newton have they do have a bit of that dog in them while their you know physical acumen is not what it once was. I feel like they're just competitive spirits going to will the will them to too many wins to land that number one pick. Yeah. Even so though Newton I, Newton's not scary and Bridgewater's not either. I I just they're going to mess around. They're going to mess are, around. There are there are some hoops to jump through if Tom Brady does want to go the minority owner slash player route. It would have to be approved by every owner in the league. And um the league could in approving his minority ownership stake could put something in the clause like in you know, for him to own that he has to be retired and stay retired to do it. So there are a couple of like loopholes that would be tough for Brady to pull that off if he does become minority owner, or he could just sign with the Raiders as a free agent and put the minority ownership stake on hold and say, Hey, let's do this deal later. But I sign with you in regard, like basically saying when I do retire, I'm going to become a minority owner. Okay, that makes sense. And, you know, he's got an example to work off of his old roommate, Antonio Brown's doing something similar in the arena league with the Albany Empire. Owner, player. Look, maybe maybe that's where he got the idea. (laughs) Because we all know if Tom Brady looks to anyone for ideas, it's Antonio Brown. (laughs) I honestly, when he, when Tom Brady retired, I'm surprised he didn't just rip off his shirt and just start pumping up the crown as he exited the, uh, the arena for the final time. Yeah. Take your shirt, take your shoulder pads off. Yeah. Made a whole deal about it. Yeah. Okay. And, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm open to this conspiracy and, theory. Let's be honest. We all know how much Tom Brady wants to screw over Jimmy Garoppolo one last time. That that is the driving factor, right? there. Would that not be the funniest thing ever Mm -hmm. is if Jimmy Garoppolo's deal with the Las Vegas Raiders falls through and they end up with Tom Brady. Jimmy G would, would just have to probably call it at that point. At that point. Yeah. You kind of just have to just throw your hands up in the air and be like, kind of like Tom Brady. I mean, kind of like Antonio Brown, just throw your hands up in the air and just, just, Take your shoulder pads off and just run out. Move into Andrew Luck's neighborhood and just <laughs> never be seen or heard from again. Um. All right, Jack. Uh, I've only got. We were gonna do do this. Uh, we did have an idea for to talk about the Titan you most want to get dinner with, but I feel like that can play next week. So maybe let's bank we, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's bank that for next week. Jack, the last thing I I have to ask before we get out of here. This weekend. And I'm coming to you for advice on this because you are in Nashville. I am in Chicago. You've already experienced this, or at least your neck of the woods has, your neighborhood has. But Taylor Swift comes to town this weekend. Really? Soldier Field. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. How many days are you going? Just the one. I can only afford the one. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it is so damn pricey. God, can you believe the greedy monsters out there who buy those tickets? They just it, scoop them all up and re- resell them for it, just X amount. It, it's unbelievable. And I don't even have that great of seats. 
and it is i'm already paying uh i i mean i already had to have the conversation with my daughter sorry honey you're not going to college unless mm -hmm. you get a scholarship or something how'd she take that um she 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 was like ba ba <laughs> da da do da and I was like, okay, well, at least yeah. you're not crying. <laughs> yeah, she's, so, she's pretty torn up, though. You could tell. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did did hurt her. But, you know, maybe this will motivate her to get a scholarship. So we are using her college <laughs> fund to go to Taylor Swift this weekend. Did you go when she was in Nashville at all? No, I didn't. And I'm not a huge Swifty. I really don't listen to a ton of music in general. Oh, that's but... a shocker. <laughs> Why is that a shocker? I mean, like, so here's the thing. I work remotely, so I'm not in my car a lot. In my car is when I would listen to the most music. So you see how, you know, that that could contribute to my music Jack, listening being down. You don't watch movies. You don't listen to music. Is there I watch any a ton of movies. Of media? Of what? Okay. All right. Well, all the Land Before Time movies. Okay. I, I look, we're, we're not going to talk about it. But I, I'll tell you what. Succession, Barry, on top of those. Okay. So you did. Did you watch the back. finale, the series finale of Succession? Mm hmm. Okay. All right. I'm the. I thought Barry. Uh, yeah, I'm the eldest boy. I thought it. Uh, I, I'm gonna have a hot take. I thought Barry, the series finale of Barry, was better. In Succession was great. Wow. If but you haven't you, seen Barry, watch Barry. Do you agree that Succession stuck the landing? Yeah, I thought they wrapped up about as well as you could. Okay. I, I I'm I'm really crossing my fingers for a prequel though. I need to see young Logan Roy. Right? That I tweeted about that over the weekend. Did I you? okay. Agree. I, I didn't see I know, it, but I'm I, glad we're on the same page. You and I, yeah, like I agree with that a hundred percent. I would love to see a show about how uh Waystar Royco came to be. I think yeah, it'd I, be I think phenomenal. it would be I think it would make great television. And I was I was saying this to my buddy. We, we went golfing the other day. The the TV series landscape without Game of Thrones, it, it's ready for someone else to step in and be the Michael Jordan, the LeBron James, the yeah. Tom Brady, the Patrick Mahomes come in and just dominate it. Succession is the closest thing we have to that, and we just lost it. I know. How do they stay relevant? Because they, they, could, they could be the guy. They could be That's that why dude. I was wishing it, it went on. I mean, look, they got out when, when at the right time. They got out before, you know, it's kind of like Bob Myers stepping down from the Warriors. Got out before things went real sour. Mm -hmm. um, so they, they're, but I wish they would have gone for three more seasons because I love that show so much. I, I would have watched as many seasons as they wanted to put it on. But you're right. Like, they had that spotlight, but they didn't hold it for long enough because look, they, you know, they, they wanted to get out. And so now, yeah, what is the next thing? What is the next TV show? I don't know. Is it the Titans on Sunday Night Football? People are asking if they sign DeAndre Hopkins, if they if they reload their cast. People are asking, you and know, that's how you tie it all together. Beautiful. That's how you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but yes, uh, I will be at Taylor Swift concert this weekend. If you have any advice for me, tweet at me at Austin Huff. You can tweet at Jack at Jack A. Gentry on Twitter. You can tweet at this podcast at Tighten Up Pod on Twitter at Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram. Give us follows there. You can put pumping out some clips from this uh from previous sodes and this sode as well got some uh, good titans content going up on there um every single week we encourage you guys to follow us along and we will get through this off season together okay 
Oh man, I hope the Titans sign DeAndre Hopkins, but it's not going to happen. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm not. My hopes are already up, but I'm not getting them up anymore. Jack, do you have anything for the road? So I have one thing for the road, and it's more of an explanation for my absence in the middle of this podcast. You see, the reason why I'm so paranoid is because upon moving into this place, we have a neighbor upstairs who's, you know, a little out there, a, a bit of a, a, you know, just a, just out there. We'll call it out there. Okay, and. He has before walked in unannounced to my house, which is a bit scary. You know, you don't you don't want intruders, but you know he's harmless. Sure, but at the same time, I mean, I watch a lot of scary things on TikTok that have, that have just promoted my paranoia here. Yeah, so I don't want round two to happen. So that that is my explanation for for why I got up and left because it's happened before, and I well, can't have it happen again. Okay, first of all, if if that ever happens again, instead of freaking out, which I is easier said than done, just go up to him and say, Hey, want to come subs- on my podcast? Yeah. Subscribe, rate, review, leave uh, four and a half stars to the Titan up idiots, 0.5 stars to buck. And if he doesn't know what that means, then, well, I mean, he'll, he'll figure out soon enough, but just tell him that. And then boom, we got another Tupper out of the deal. That's I mean, true. yeah, How it to took turn- him. How to turn an intruder into a subscriber. Look, it's a how-to. And then you can be making TikToks about, mm-hmm. uh, look, this is how I turned my mediocre meddling podcast with, you know, that encourages the NFL to go back to leather helmets to... <laughs> how a home invasion helped uh, take the Titan Up podcast to the top. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, it's something to think about. Something to think about. So... <laughs> But yeah, that's why, rate, you, review, that's why you listen all the way through. That is why you stay <laughs> rate review and subscribe to this podcast, whether you're in Jack's home or not. <laughs> we encourage all of you to do so. We appreciate you guys. We love, honestly, we love the tougher so much. You guys are so much fun. And, um, you make this podcast, uh, truly something special because you get us, you get the show. Not everyone does. In fact, most people don't. So we appreciate those of you who do, and we will get through this off season together and we will hit the ground running when it comes time to regular season. So if you are, if you're listening to this right now and you are inside Jack's home, please just leave right now and um, don't, and put everything back the way you left it. Is the guy's apartment right above yours? Like, Mm -hmm. is he just making the mistake as to which floor he's on? No, not directly above, but directly above in one apartment to the right. So he should not be making the mistake. Like he's not, there's no reason. No, there's no reason as to he's just being overly neighborly. Yeah. Okay. A little, a little too curious. Sure. Sure. Um, well, I mean, next time he enters your home, throw football and see if he can catch. Then call yeah, up the Titans I if mean, you can. I mean, uh, may have a place for them, yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> they might be able to house them. I'm, I'm sure of that. <laughs> all right, with all of that said, until next week, tighten, tighten up. They're the Tennessee Titans. They're the Tennessee Titans. They'll keep on fighting all the way. They're the Tennessee Titans.